I was seven years old when John Lennon and Yoko Ono released Happy Christmas, War Is Over. It was a hit record back in the day and remains one of the most played tracks on the radio at this time of the year. But it's got nothing to do with Santa Claus and decorated trees. It was a protest song about America's involvement in Vietnam. War and Christmas seem so at odds with one another, but let me tell you about a moment when they came together in the context of a football match. It was the talismanic Brazilian icon Pelé who coined the phrase, football, the beautiful game. I guess we've all got an opinion on that statement, but football stadiums do tend to be places of adoration and even worship. Probably the reason why Wembley Stadium is known as the Cathedral of English Football. There's certainly a lot of worship that goes on in that place, and I've been present for a few of the services. But let me take you back to Christmas 1914 and a very famous festive football match that took place along the Western Front between England and Germany. A few weeks earlier, Sir Edward Grey, the British Foreign Secretary, had stood on the steps of Whitehall and made this statement. The lights are going out all over Europe. Two world wars and a century later, it can feel like nothing really has changed. The Western Front was a defensive line between two opposing sides that ran for 450 miles from the coast of France to the Swiss border. It existed throughout a conflict that unleashed havoc without precedent and death on an industrial scale. On Christmas Eve that year, British troops standing in a frontline trench heard Stille Nacht or Silent Night coming from the German trenches. They picked up the song in English before soldiers from both sides climbed out onto no man's land, exchanged cigarettes and cognac, took photographs of one another and played a football match. It was probably a hard-fought nil-nil draw with England eventually going out to Germany on penalties. It's happened a few times since. At the final whistle, the two teams parted company, crossed the lines and returned to their respective trenches and picked up their guns in time for Christmas Day. A strange moment now lost in the pages of history where war was suddenly overrun by peace and the guns along the Western Front fell silent. Well, for 90 minutes plus injury time at least. As Christmas approached the following year, nothing much had changed in terms of that dreadful war. But armed sentries were now guarding both trenches 
with orders to open fire on their own men should a return match be attempted. Whatever Christmas is going to mean to you and me this year and whatever pressures it may bring, our lives are a far cry from Christmas 1914. This is how the Bible describes the events of the very first Christmas, when an angel appeared to a group of humble shepherds and delivered these words. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that is for all people. Today in Bethlehem, a baby has been born. He is Christ the Lord. You will find him wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of angels appeared, singing glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favour rests. It would appear for all their life experience and physical labour out there on that remote hillside, that group of shepherds had yet to discover where real peace could be found. It has a very familiar ring to it, doesn't it? 2,000 years on and 2,000 miles from here, we approach another Christmas and with a very similar set of challenges. Throughout the pages of the Bible, Jesus is given a number of titles. One of them is Emmanuel, which means God with us. In the midst of the fear and uncertainty of today, you can know God with you. This Christmas and always, God's gift of his son and himself into our broken, dislocated world is the singular most important gift you could ever receive. <laughs>